0: Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to
1: bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Hey, Kirstie. Hey, Kim. I don't know what I'd do without today's book. I know. It really is a glazing.
0: <laughs> I mean, amazing.
1: Yes. Dozens of Donuts, written by Carrie Finnison and illustrated by Brian Farley, tells the tale of sweet Luann the Bear, who's just about to dine on a dozen donuts when her friends drop by. We're sprinkled
0: with joy to speak with Carrie, Brian, and their editor, Stephanie Pitts.
1: Let's get... Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. Carrie, we're going to start with you. Um you okay. had me at donuts. I love donuts. Can you tell us the inspiration behind this book? I had
2: the idea for this book. So, so there's really two uh two ways that I I developed this idea. The first one was I really love wordplay and just alliteration and rhyme and thinking about words that way. One of my critique partners was working on a book called Double the Dinosaurs. And I just loved that title. I mean, the whole story was great, but I I loved the title so much. I thought it was catchy and fun. So one morning I woke up, as I do sometimes, (laughs) very early. The muse comes to me and in my head was Double the Donuts right? And I thought, oh my gosh, that sounds like a fun story too. So then I thought about it a little more. And of course, dozens popped into my head because it totally makes sense with donuts, right? Because they come in a dozen. And so it was still kind of an alliterative title, but still with the donuts, the dozens, very appealing. So I was like, okay, I have to write this. (laughs) That's how the title kind of came to me. And then the storyline, you know, I mean, who knows? (laughs) It's, it's all a mixture, you know, it's a big soup in there. Yes. So Stephanie, what
0: was it about this story that made you want to acquire it?
3: Yeah. I mean, I too love donuts. So, (laughs) you know, there were actually a lot of entry points to this one. There are a lot of things I loved about it. I love the cute woodland creatures, and not all the expected creatures. There were, like, some different ones in there. I like the autumn setting, you know, that moment where she's getting ready for hibernation. It's almost winter, but the thing that really put it over the top for me was the math. You know, there aren't enough picture books that have math in it, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. and... A lot of people out there will say, oh, I'm just not a math person. But the truth is people don't realize how much we use math in our everyday lives. And so the way Carrie incorporated it with the counting or depending on how you want to use the book, division and multiplication, it was really fun and seamless. And I could see so many ways that teachers and parents would use it. And it kid wouldn't even realize that they were doing math. So but, true. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So that I really love. Sneaky. Yeah.
0: Also, can you give us a look into your illustrator selection process?
3: Sure. Careful. Uh, <laughs> I know. Lucky for me, we actually always wanted Brian to do it. So sometimes, you know, we'll send the author a few options and say, what do you think of these? But I actually have known Brian for a while. We both worked at Random House back in the day and my art director suggested her and I knew that I wanted to work with Brian. I also knew she could do really cute animal characters from a book she did called charlotte the scientist is squished yeah i love that book i do too so we felt like it was just such a great fit we're like let's just see if carrie likes brian too we knew she would and then let's just (laughs) ask brian you know worst case scenario she passes we had to find somebody else but we felt really strongly about the fit and it worked out great that's awesome yay
1: so brian what made you say yes to working on the project
3: Yeah. I wanted to work
4: with donuts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sensing a theme here.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We're like, oh, donuts. And I really (laughs) wanted to work with Stephanie. And I also, I really loved the rhyme in this book. And I loved that the rhyme set up like a playful, like, oh, that's not what you thought they were going to say. And I also thought it was a really good sign that when I read a manuscript and immediately start getting pictures in my head and I'm like, oh, I know how I'm gonna draw this part. And I, I loved that she had this kind of like chorus verse, chorus verse setup. And I immediately was like, oh man, and I could have the illustrations reflect the structure of the story and blah 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 blah. It did take me a while to land on a final art style, but I think that's always a really good sign when you immediately start being able to picture the book just reading the manuscript. You did such a good job.
3: Thank you. You know, that makes me think of something too. You know, (laughs) I feel the same way sometimes when I'm reading a text. Sometimes I can just envision it as a book. And once you have that vision for it, that really is the key more than anything else. Connected with it and you have an idea of how it can become a book. So I really connected with that part of it as well. I love that. That's
0: awesome. So Carrie, can you give us a look into the writing process of this story?
2: Sure. Yeah. So it's written in rhyme. So when I write in rhyme, I don't always write in order. I sometimes develop like a list of rhyming pairs that I think will work well with the story. Or I'll write a couple scenes in rhyme and then I kind of get stuck and I'll just write it out in prose, like what I kind of think is supposed to happen in the next scene and then I'll keep moving on and then I'll go back to that. So it's kind of like a jumping around process. So I wrote the first draft really quickly. I'm super lucky to belong to a great rhyming and poetry critique group online. You're always in love with the thing that you just wrote, right? (laughs) Like this is the best thing ever. So I posted it right away. And then of course, like two days later, I was like, oh gosh, this stinks. Like this is the worst (laughs) thing ever. (laughs) But anyway, they gave me really good advice. And so I kind of went through that sort of iterative process of like rewriting and somewhere along the line. So it's funny that you mentioned the visual part, because I always make a dummy (laughs) of my book. I sometimes draw little stick figures or sometimes I just write in text, like what I think is going to be on each page. I do think about it very visually. I make these little book dummies that, that I make out of just cutting paper in half and then I carry that thing around with me for weeks in my bag until it becomes all ratty. Anytime I'm like at the dentist office or, you know, watching somebody's soccer game or I'll just take it out and like read through it and make changes. It was a long process of, I mean, I took it to conferences. I got an editor critique on it. I had an agent critique on it at one point. And then I actually got an agent and she was, she was sending out some other things that kind of came close to being accepted until finally she was like, what about that donut book? <laughs> that was <laughs> really appealing. <laughs> so we sent it out and sent it to Stephanie and she was super excited about it. But she had sort of a vision for cutting quite a bit of the text. So she kind of wrote out, I'll, maybe I'll let her tell this part, but when I got it, I was like,
1: Oh, she cut out half of
3: my text. <laughs> <laughs> that is the next question. The next
1: question is if you could tell us about your editing process, Stephanie, that would be awesome.
3: Oh, sure. First, I just want to say I love Carrie's idea to make a little dummy and carry it around with you. I never heard of anybody doing that. I also tend to think visually when I'm editing, but the, a really important step that I want to mention is when you send it to an illustrator, forget. <laughs> All of that. Let them do whatever they want. That's yeah. very important.
1: Yes, there so
3: are visually, but then be super open to what the illustrator does. So when it came to editing, yes, I do recall <laughs> Carrie and I did what's more or less called a pre-contract revision. I really loved the verse and everything she was doing, but I just felt like for what it was, it was too long every verse was awesome but there was just too much of it there was like another refrain that was really great but I just didn't think it was necessary I couldn't see how it fit on the page so I wrote back to her agent and I said I'd really like to take this to my editorial meeting but how did the author feel about cutting it about in half here's what I have in mind and they were like great so we did that. So then it was really smoothing. You know, when you cut stuff out, sometimes you lose things you actually really want. So we mm-hmm. wanted to make sure things like Luann's character arc were clear uh, in the text that remained. So the fact that Luann starts, you know, she's really happy to have her friends drop by and she wants to share donuts. But as time goes on, she gets more and more frustrated because she actually isn't getting any of the donuts. I guess I should say spoiler alert. <laughs> and she gets hangry. Yes. Uh, to make sure we saw that progression that I hadn't cut that out. So that was one of the things we worked on and then just smoothing it out. And then I think in the end, we also wanted to make sure there was a moment, not just when Blue Anne finally gets all those donuts, but now that everyone's working together, they have enough to share and they have this fun. I love party. that moment. Yeah. Yes. So those are some of the things I remember doing. So Brian,
0: <laughs> I'm sure that the research for this book was very tasty and tempting.
4: Yeah, it was really tough. <laughs> Can you give us a look into your illustrative process for this book? Yeah, I was already really familiar with what donuts looked like. So yeah. I didn't actually <laughs> buy what donut donuts. I did watch a lot of videos and look at a lot of photos of woodland creatures the character development involved, whenever I'm drawing a new animal character, I like to try drawing it super realistically first, and then I draw it over and over again, and each time it kind of becomes less realistic and more whatever character Carrie has given it. That was part of the process for this book, because it was fun that it had all these different characters in it, and that they each had such like distinct personalities. I have kind of a similar process to Carrie, I didn't know this, Carrie, but I also cut up my thumbnails. So the thumbnails are little teeny drawings, maybe like an inch by two inch, and they're just kind of a really rough what is going to be on that spread. And usually it's so rough that I am maybe the only person who could understand it. So I cut up all those different thumbnails, tape them together on a page so that all of the options for spread one are kind of overlapping each other and all the options for spread two are overlapping each other. And The nice part with this book is that because it did have a real nice rhythm to it, once you made a decision about the first couple spreads, it kind of told you what the rest of the book was going to look like. So that was really nice. Once I figure out what the thumbnails are going to be like, I go to tight sketches and then to final art, which for this book was almost completely off the computer, which was a real change of pace for me, but it was really, really fun.
0: We have one more question (laughs) for everyone. And let's start with... You, Carrie, when someone reads your book, what do you hope they feel or learn?
2: Really, I want them to enjoy the story. I want them to live in this world of donuts <laughs> <laughs> and just, just have fun. That's really why I write any book is for entertainment and enjoyment and to kind of create that connection between an adult reader and a child reader.
4: I love that. Brian. what about you? What do you hope they feel? But I really think what this book does really well is just, it's a super fun book to read out loud and it's just super relatable. And I think that it's hopefully, I feel like the most important thing that a picture book can do is make a kid think that reading is really fun and want to read more and want to have that connection with their parent or guardian that's reading to them. And that's really something that would carry forward in the rest of their life. That's perfect.
0: Stephanie, what about you?
3: So the main thing I hope is that they laugh (laughs) every time I read this book and I've read it a lot. I laugh. (laughs) I think the characters are so funny. They're always doing something so silly. It was such a fun book to work on. I also hope they read it a lot. And one reason is because there are so many little details that you might not even notice in the first time, you know, like Every character, before they show up, you can see their little tail in the window. That's one of my favorite things. I I love that. Pour over the pages and count every single little donut. And I hope they say, ding dong, every time (laughs) a new character arrives. I just think the whole experience is so fun. And yes, I love math, but really, it's a fun read aloud that'll make you laugh. Mm
1: A big thank you to Carrie Finnison, Brian Farley, and Stephanie Pitts for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for dozens of donuts. Check out the show notes to learn more about Carrie and Brian and the other fabulous books they have out in the world. And remember, if you have a picture book that you love and you think we might love it too, send us an email at picturebooklook2 at gmail.com. That's picturebooklook and the number 2 at gmail.com. Happy looking. looking.